control. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. How you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes. Welcome to Tech Radio, entering our second decade as the number one Irish tech podcast with the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. We're on air with RTE and online via your favourite podcasting app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn or whatever it is that you prefer to use. Uh, we also keep you up to date daily on all things tech with hourly updates and daily newsletters, which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie. Now, we're coming into the second weekend of the Six Nations, and you might already have noticed something different about the presentation on your TV, specifically the kinds of information you're getting about how the game is being played and even the chances of a kicker landing a penalty. This is all part of how machine learning is being applied to make sense of the thousands of data points created every moment of a game. So this week, we have an extended interview with two of the companies who are making this happen. Steve Bryan, Senior Technical Evangelist with Amazon Web Services, and Pierre Visler, Technical Consultant at Stats Perform, will talk us through how data takes us through the story of a game. The interviews were recorded by Amazon directly and involved people in several locations globally, so the sound may be a little bit different to normal. Let's start with Steve Bryan, who was asked, will machine learning always be something only very large multinationals can handle? We, with AWS, we, uh, we're really leveling the playing field for machine learning, really. What, the goal of our mission at AWS is to put machine learning in the hands of every developer, data scientist, engineer. So uh, what we do is we offer machine learning services at, at, at different uh, layers of that. Uh, that's here. So whether you're a data scientist in an academic organization and you want to go super deep on, uh, you know, machine learning and manage your own algorithms, or if you're just a software developer and you want to integrate something like computer vision, you know, facial detection or uh, uh, natural language understanding into application, we have pre-trained machine learning services available so developers can get started with no machine learning experience required at all. Um, so this really levels the plan field in terms of machine learning and it allows people to build intelligent applications uh, with no machine learning experience, which is just you know, phenomenal, some of the, uh, the use cases we see come from this. So when a project like um, the Six Nations comes along, how did you approach it? Was, it? was it a case of, okay, let's sit down, let's see what's on the table already, and what's the audience feedback that maybe we can construct something that will fill all these other boxes as well? Yeah, so with the Six Nations, we've been the technology sponsor uh, for two years now. This is the second year we've worked with Six Nations. And the real goal was to you know, bring more insight uh, to fans and improve the fan experience from a rugby perspective, you know, technology has become such a hugely important aspect of sport, you know, both in terms of on-field performance and in relation to telling the story of the game. And, and uh, rugby is a good example of a pretty complex sport where sometimes the scoreline doesn't necessarily dictate what's happening on the field. So, um, so the goal was really to improve that fan experience and bring more flavor to the game. Um, so last year we worked on seven uh, match stats, uh, these uh, kind of insights into the game. And this year we are adding five new uh, uh, stats or statistics that provide additional insight uh, to fans when they're watching uh, the Six Nations. Of course, one of the most interesting ones, and I'll touch on this later, is the idea of the kick predictor and bringing probability uh, into um, sort of the, the match day experience. Uh, how do you how do you develop a feature like that? I mean, did, did somebody come to you and go, do you, know, do you know what, we'd like to get a little bit of prediction in here? Or, or was it a case of, do you know what, the platform can actually do this. Let's experiment with it. 
Yeah, so we we when we come up with these statistics, we actually work with Will Carlin, ex England captain. So we work closely with him as an advisor to help us, you know, uh, get closer to the expertise of rugby, you know, and understand what the what's going on on the field. We're, we're obviously a lot of fans ourselves at AWS, but getting experts involved and talking to fans and coaches is really important to make sure we're getting the insights that that they need. You know, we don't want to build something for the sake of it. So um, that's the kind of first stage is identifying the the, the the metric or the insight that we want to provide, and then obviously we work in partnership with uh, with Stats Perform, who have years of data of uh, the Six Nations Championship and uh, you know other rugby tournaments as well. Um, so we saw this opportunity to actually provide what I think is a really cool fan experience with the Kick Predictor, which is you know you can now. If you're an experienced fan, you can you know get a bit excited about you know playing off the predictor versus the kick. Um, but if you're a new fan, you may not know how good you know Johnny Sexton is or Owen Farrell is at, at kicking for the sticks. So you now get this kind of bit of historical insight into the probability of him being able to successfully uh, kick a penalty or a conversion. So the way that works is that's perform collect. Uh, you know, thousands upon thousands of metrics uh, during every game. But they also have this historical data as well. So what we did was we worked with a team at AWS called the Machine Learning Solutions Lab. And uh, what they are, a team of data scientists that help customers kind of accelerate uh, machine learning problems. And this is a kind of custom algorithm that they've built. And what it does is it takes historical data based on that uh, kicker's, you know, current form, uh, form at the tournament, uh, some, you know, statistic, static data, like are they playing home or away, uh, but also takes real-time data from that specific match that they're in. Um, you know, what's their form in the match? What zone of the field are they taking the, the kick from? So they're able to uh, real-time make a prediction on the probability of that kick being successful or not. Um, and that's built on top of a platform called SageMaker, which is a machine learning platform that we provide at AWS. And when you're talking about telling the story of the game, uh, you know, there, there are high points and low points. We talk about the ebb and flow of psychic energy and, and how that affects uh, matches in general. But how do you manage to paint a picture without uh, engaging in data overload or reaching too far back into the past to, to mine that historical data? Yeah, so when we provide these insights, um, I think one of the key things is that we provide these insights, kind of like a whole catalogue of insights. And then on the broadcast side, they have match producers and you know expert commentators and analysts that pick and choose which insights they apply to the game. Um, so I think that's you know really important aspect of the whole kind of end-to-end workflow is that there's experts at the end that are deciding how this contextually applies to the game as it's being played at that point. And so when we're looking at the workflow uh, and the processes that you've put in place, what other learnings did you manage to bring in from other sports? I mean, American football would be a, a, an obvious comparative point, but were there any other sports that you looked to and went, actually, do you know what, that's, that's a really good idea that would work really well in rugby? Yeah, so I think, you know, we, we obviously lean on our learnings where we can. We don't want to uh, reinvent the wheel. And you're correct, we've got some great experience at AWS working with various different sports organizations. The place where we've done a lot of prediction is actually Formula One um, is a good example. You know, the Formula One cars have over 120 sensors in each car. They generate over a million telemetry data points per second. Um, you know, it's just a huge amount of data and the, the amount of predictions we can do around these kind of things like striking distance, you know, how many laps until an overtake. Uh, uh, you know, how long before Vettel is potentially going to overtake uh, Hamilton, for example. Um, so there's a there's a sport where I've done a lot of machine learning uh, before as well, as well as um, uh, Major League Baseball as well. 
again, huge ton of uh, data from Major, Major League Baseball. They have a really interesting use case where they actually implement these Doppler radars behind the base plate. So they, these are the same things that are used for ballistic missile detection or you know weather detection. They detect raindrops at distance to um, detect uh, upcoming weather and those kind of things. But they now track the Major League Baseball 2,000 times a second. Um, and also the players' positions on the field at 30 times a second. So this is another example of a sport where we've got a lot of learning and experience in helping them, you know, do predictive, uh, you know, predict what's happening in the game or provide better fan insights. So we've taken a lot of those learnings into rugby as we built these new statistics uh, this year and obviously the, the seven that we started with last year as well. So looking forward then, I imagine there's going to be some sort of post-mortem at the end of the competition. Uh, do you think, uh, do you find feature, feature sets uh, continue growing or do you find some that maybe perhaps aren't as popular as others and get dropped? Yeah, so that, that's a, it's an ongoing relationship. You know, this is really just the tip of the iceberg, I think, in what we can do for uh, statistics with sport in general and specifically with the Six Nations. Um, so we'll obviously, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll review the tournament, we'll look at the statistics the broadcasters have chosen the mo- most and we'll, we'll look at how we can improve them for next year as well as adding additional insights as well. I think the, the, the sky's the limit, really, in terms of what we can do with these stats. You know, stats performer given so much raw data, the, the ability to... Uh, provide much more insight, both predictive and, you know, more kind of basic analytical insights like entries into the 22 and, you know, ruck locations and those kind of things. I can just see uh, a huge opportunity to do much more uh, moving forward. So absolutely, we'll review that and we'll, um, uh, we'll, we'll continue to innovate on behalf of our customers and work with them to, to get the right outcome. And that was Steve Bryan, Senior Technical Evangelist with Amazon Web Services. Next, Niall spoke with Pierre Wiesler, Technical Consultant at Stats Perform, uh, to talk us through how data takes us through the story of a game. So effectively, when you're looking at the data that our audience wants to see, uh, you will look, obviously, from a general public perspective, as well as from a coaching perspective, pro performance perspective, and then the general media, as uh, and you can kind of explain that as to the diehard rugby fans. Um, and how we choose, we effectively do not choose, that will be the broadcasters that will choose all the event data that they want to throw on. Uh, majority of the time, that will be, they select it. Uh, they use it on screen as they believe is suitable to the, the current circumstances in the match, as an example. Um, for a broadcaster, they have everything available to them, uh, which is thousands, uh, maybe even millions of data points available to them that they can just call on and say, all right, this will work for us. Let's throw this tackles Uh, on screen at the moment because we are seeing a lot of defensive structures by one of the teams um, and that's effectively what they will use at that moment. And selecting those data points, uh, how do you manage that particular workflow? Because I imagine you're working with sensors at pitch side, you're working with camera footage, and you're working, I imagine, with uh, your own experts uh, on field as well, who um, I imagine will catch things of interest. So how does that workflow um, generate from you know, the raw material out to the dashboard where the, where the user can see it or out to the commentary box where it can be made use of there? Well, yeah, the workflow of the data collection, as as uh, well, we can admit it's quite tricky. And in the sense, as you mentioned, there, there's a number of data points that might be relevant at this moment. But what about the rest, and what about later? So it's definitely it's a systematic collection for us of all data points that we can possibly collect. And when I say all the data points, I mean everything 
that happens on a rugby field, we want to be able to have available as close to live in matter of seconds uh, as possible. Uh, so in, in that sense, like I said, it's a systematic collection of the, the live data uh, using our own analysis system with our own agents, um, getting data, like you mentioned, also each side. The communication is obviously crucial for us. Um, and with, a, with all of this data, we also are able to pull additional metrics and queries. Um, as an example, if you're looking at an event which happens this this field position, it's the actual event, it's its timing, and how do you provide a little bit deeper data on top of that normal data? A very crucial example I can give is how do you measure game line that is happening live on in the match? How do you show that on screen? How does that make sense? And I mean, this is done in real time with the data collection with key events key field positions and it uses a calculation to to work out this game line metric uh, that information is uploaded to aws cloud uh, which is then spit out spitting out the raw data uh, to the broadcasters uh, or also using additional metrics that get spit out to the broadcasters which they can then use um, uh, that is possibly re relevant to the discussion point at that very moment from the commentators or the broadcasters one of the new metrics that uh, I see has been brought in for this year is a kick predictor. Uh, now, any sort of prediction seems, seems to come with a, an element of commentator's curse to it. But um, how do you find um, <clears throat> uh, the role of probability in, in producing match stats? I mean, is there always the temptation to go, okay, CJ Stander is wonderful at breaking the gain line. Uh, let's predict, will he be able to do it this time? You know, are we going to see more predictive stats or are we still in the descriptive stage? I believe that we have not reached any finish line at the moment with when we're looking at data and it's not going to just be descriptive. The Yes, we are looking at wanting to be able to predict what is going to happen in a match going forward. Uh, we want to know, is this player specifically, can I predict him winning the match for a team as an example? Uh, the kick predictor is, is the first of a massive stepping stone of where we want to go with, with data, with the technology that is available now to us. And I believe with AWS bringing in their technology, this, it's making it so much simpler for us to be able to look into the future uh, of predictability of a a sport that, in my personal opinion, at a time well, a couple of years ago, you would never wanted to predict who's going to win a match, who's going to break a match, how he's going to have a successful kick in a match. So, uh, I mean, the future is open for us, and I'm really excited about that. Yes, there there is always that human element, which we're we're also discovering in soccer as well with the with the introduction of VAR. That um, you know there there can be a tension uh, between you know the human element of sport and the ways in which technology can either enhance or or um, uh, sort of in, in, inhibit, if you will, one's enjoyment of it. Um, how do you find from a, a viewer perspective that um, what kind of appetite there is out there for match data? Because I know in retrospect. Discussion boards tend to be humming with, you know, X player made only a small amount of tackles or only made a small amount of meters per match. Do you keep track of this sort of dialogue um, to sort of think, okay, well, maybe, you know, the context of this situation is important. Maybe, maybe we should look at, you know, for example, the dominant tackle as opposed to the, a regular soaking tackle or something like that. 
Uh, yes, we, we do t keep our tabs. We just read, obviously, the comments of the general public. Um, and But we also take into consideration the coaching philosophies and the methodology that they use, as well as how the game evolves. Uh, the general public will always have their opinions and their ideas on how and what data should be thrown on screen. Uh, for us, it is more on how do we tell a story of, of the game of rugby? It's, it's a beautiful game that a lot of people, you will walk in the street and speak to a general public and you will ask them, what do they think of rugby? And they would just say, it's a bunch of big guys just trying to murder one another to go get a rugby ball and win the match. Which, if you really dig deep into the data that is available there, which is now being shown to everyone, there's a different story behind it. There's a lot of tactics. There's a lot of ideas and, like I said, methodology in the coaching systems. And how do you break the team in front of you? How do you beat the opposition? And that's the key thing about data. It tells you a story on how can I beat this person right in front of me? Is it with the ball in hand or is it for me stopping him by not crossing my, my goal line? Just to add a bit of flavour there around what we're doing that, uh, as part of these new insights that we see this year with the Six Nations and the ones that we, you know, the seven that we introduced last year, um, we're actually uh, working with um, uh, Will Carlin, you know, ex-England captain, as, a, as an advisor uh, to help us get that insight into the coaches and the players and the, and the fans and talking to fans and coaches and understanding what they want from insights and the real goal of these insights is to and these match stats is to drive fan engagement and enhance the viewer experience um when they watch the game uh, live on tv so um in order to identify these stats we we've lent on those resources that we've had available to us to understand from experts in the game uh, as well as fans what the best experience is that uh, that you know what the what they want from the stats. You know what what are the insights they want to see during a game that help them make more sense of the scoreline. And that was Niall Kitson chatting with Pierre Visler, technical consultant at Stats Perform, and before that with Steve Bryan, senior technical evangelist with Amazon Web Services. That's it for our show this week. Do have a wonderful weekend. Uh, remember, we keep you bang up to date on all things happening every single week with hourly updates, daily newsletters, and more at our website techcentral.ie. And of course, you can listen to us each week online or Fridays on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. On the next time, from myself, Justy Rudds, and from Nod, thanks so much for listening as always. Have a great weekend and enjoy the Six Nations. Good luck. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.